0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Common Knowledge podcast. You're here with Matt and Andrew, and today we're going to be covering one of my um how do I say it? one of my passions of the of life and that is uh, tabletop gaming. It's,
1: uh hey, by the way. Uh yeah, tabletop gaming, board games, things like that. A little bit, I I should play a bit of a D&D, but no, that's not your thing, Matt.
0: That's right. Yeah, so when I talk about tabletop games, for me I'm talking about board games in particular. So, um there's other tabletop games that are fun as well um but we're going to just stick to board games because that's a very expansive topic at the moment as at the uh and so you don't need to really cover other things like uh collectible card games like magic the gathering or like you mentioned rpgs like dungeons and dragons i think there's plenty of the of of uh, content for all of that stuff as well but today we're going to talk about board games in particular so uh, I guess the big important question is, what's your, what's your history with history? I used to
1: play them as a kid, you know, maybe, you know, some uh, Monopoly <laughs> and uh, a few other like those, was like a board game that I really liked, but I had like, I was the only child so I had no one to play with, but like, you have to like uh, go across a bridge and then the bridge will like shake and then it will throw the little men off and you have to like put your, your guy down in such a way that he won't fall off. It's pretty fun.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a. That sounds like a. Yeah, younger. Uh, I can't think of the name of that game. I, it sounds. Familiar. I yeah, I it definitely.
1: I was young. Yeah, for so. sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. A, yeah, it's all right. So, um, yeah. So the, the the kind of misconception nowadays, um, is that there is basically board games are boiled down to a, f- a handful of titles, uh, namely Monopoly, Risk, Scrabble, um, Sorry, you know. Uh, and you have like chess and checkers and all these kind of old, old school, classic kind of board games. But the reality is, is that board games are currently in what people are considering are just kind of at the tail end of what people are considering like the golden age of board games. Because there's just so much, so many more titles and so much more content and, and designs being put out there. That it's actually a very exciting time in board games. I know <laughs> it sounds kind of create like a little oxymoronic, but it's an exciting t- time in board games because there's a lot being put out there that's really quite fascinating and you know there's lots still lots of space in, to to explore in board games so it's not like it's just uh you know you roll a di- you roll dice and stuff happens and you base your you base your uh your life around these dice there's so much yeah more i played a so I, I played a couple board games with you ab-
1: when we were physically together it was pretty fun we played on the computer though but it was yeah but uh it was it was it was really fun though
0: I have quite a large expansion of... I have a large expansion, a collection of board games that um, I've been packing because I'm moving moving home back to Canada, and so that's kind of been the big difficulty is trying to deal with all my board games because I have quite a few, and uh, I've been trying to sell them off for... Um, or pack them in boxes and send them back home. So it's definitely the most expensive thing that's going to be part, part of this move, except maybe the plane ticket home. But, um, yeah, so we played a couple games on the computer, and that is an option as well that we can talk about a little bit later in the episode because uh, sometimes you don't have a physical board game, but there are ways to play board games online. So um, basically what I want to start off with is the types of board games that there are uh, Actually, there I was right going to so, say, I'm actually um, a
1: game developer. That's kind of my job mm-hmm. in... A, a lot of people in the industry are moving to board games nowadays because it's such, such an interesting space. That, I, like, I know quite a few people who just decide, just yeah, I'm just gonna make board games from now on. Yeah, it's a it's interesting space. It's growing yeah, a lot.
0: Yeah, there is yeah, like, it is. There is quite a quite a bit of space, you know, because there's all sorts of things. We'll talk about a few different categories of games. So the main kind of the two large categories of games, of modern board games, so games that are being designed within the last, about last 20, 25 years, are there's two camps, kind of, there's one called, what people call Euro games so, European games, they came they came from uh, Germany originally so, the classic example of this ga- type of game is, um, the the, the now more popular board game Settlers of Catan. So Settlers of Catan was released in '95, um, and it's uh, the idea of that game is you are settlers, obviously, on a Called island, Catan. and you build little yeah. I'll call it Catan, <laughs> 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 and you build you build uh, little houses and routes, and you build little roads, and you collect resources based on where your settlements are, and you the idea of the game is you're trying to get 10 points by building your little civilization so there's dice in that game um but it's and there's trading so you can say oh i have wood and you need wood but i need i need sheep so if i give you this wood will you give me uh, i know i know some people so would dress. trade wood for sheep that's a pretty good deal usually <laughs> sheep is usually sheep is generally considered uh it seems like whenever i play sheep is like the the uh flooded resource like there's just too oh, yeah, much yeah. of sheep All right i don't know but again, it's, it's completely based on luck because uh, you roll dice to see which resources are generated and sheep may never come up. It's possible. Um, so that's a bit of a intro game to Euros, European games, but there are more complicated games as you get more and more into it. So um, the idea of European games is that the, the interaction is either um, indirectly tried to hinder the other player or you just try to out outgain them in an economic kind of fashion so the idea is to try and generate points or money in some sort of in some sort of engine to generate more than your opponents and you try to win that way so that's how that's a european game and there's a whole variety of that we can talk about a few of them that i quite like um and then on the, on the other side right now is something called what it's got the unfortunate name of ameritrash so american <laughs> trash um which is not really fair because some of them are not designed by americans and uh some of them are very good so it's the idea of an American trash game, so American game-style board game, is that you are probably a faction of some variety, and you have special abilities that only your faction can do, and then you probably are going to fight your opponent um, in certain ways to try and gain territory or resources, uh, but you directly have combat with other players, and... That can be combat can be determined in lots of different ways, but generally you have little pieces on the board and they go into one space and they fight each other and whoever wins that battle will have their pieces left over and the other people will either have to retreat or die. So um, the classic example of that risk would be kind of similar to that, except it's far 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 more toned down because it has no special abilities. You are just dudes on a map. But the the kind of classic examples of Ameritrash games are games like um, Twilight Imperium which is a game based in space. So you are a space empire. You have a special ability. Um, you start with a home planet. Usually play a six player. This game takes forever, though. Like if you play, unless you're playing with absolute experts and everyone knows exactly what they're doing, which that will take about five hours. But generally, the game will take probably closer to eight to 10 hours to play. Um, that's one classic example. The other classic example is the Game of Thrones game. So, if you're into the Game of Thrones on on HBO, um, there is a board game that's actually quite quite good. It was actually designed and produced before the HBO show ever came out. So, um, it's definitely has its roots more based on the books. Um, but it's got cool. It's a cool game that I would recommend playing with six players. It takes about five to five to seven hours to play. Um, and the idea of that is, you play a faction within the Game of Thrones lore, and so, like for example, you could be House Stark or House Lannister or whatever, and you're, you don't have super special abilities, but you have these cards that distinguish you from other players. Which is it's so that's a cool game. Have you played any of those before? I have before? played
1: none of those, and except for the Catan one, uh, mm-hmm. I haven't. I, actually, I've I've heard of the Game of Thrones one, and I've heard of the Catan one, but uh, besides that, no. Actually the name Catan reminds no. me of uh Kyle Catan, which is like a character from uh, a Star Wars game. Was it Jedi Knight? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's about uh, <laughs> no, fair, <laughs> that's fair, how fair, deep fair. I
1: go with those games.
0: That that's how you okay, so yeah, and how you like Game of Thrones, was, we watched uh, we watched really good the last season together. Yeah except I, for the last, yeah, for the last season. last you know. Wasn't, wasn't it was all right it's, just, it's definitely uh it's definitely haven't said that like anyway, i really have an interest
1: to... in getting into
0: board games
1: it's just it seems like a a world that i don't know like it just how do i get into it you know like that's that's my question
0: yeah well that's a very good question i'm, I'm glad i'm here to help you answer that one so there are some ways you don't have to buy a board game to start getting into board games right that's kind of a misconception um the way to get into board games is there's a very famous bo- board game website called BoardGameGeek.com. So B-O-A-R-D-G-A-M-E-G-E-E-T.com. Uh, so BoardGameGeek, as in the in the uh, in the the niche, we call it BGG, <laughs> obviously, because <laughs> uh, everything has to be has to be abbreviated. Um, it is the most extensive board game website on the internet. Um, so it has pretty much every game on ever ever developed ever ever designed on there that ranks them um usually there's there's ranks of different varieties of games different types of games um but there's like an overall ranking of modern board games so yeah uh, the, the number one rank is definitely the most prestigious um you know people and that will be the game that people are all all buzzing about for probably about a year or two maybe three depending on how long, how long it stays up there Um, And then you can, there's all sorts of forums and stuff like that. So you can talk to people about specific games or you can try and set up meetings or, you know, so like, for example, I know in Sydney, um, I found a group um, that played board games because they put their information about board game geek and you can at, talk to them and say hey i'm interested in coming down and playing and they say yeah great come on down we're playing on tuesday at eight o'clock or whatever oh, right? so there you go that's so that's so one can, way to meet up with
1: people. you can just meet up with um, someone has a board game maybe they'll like teach you how to play or something right if if that's the kind of group that it is
0: oh well let me tell you what board gamers um you know board gamers are there's a variety of board games not like i'm saying all board gamers are like this but most of them are very willing to teach new players how to play games because they want to grow, the, they want to grow yeah. the hobby. So uh, it's a hobby worth growing kind of, as well. It's, it's I don't think it's got of, enough
1: attention, to be honest. Like as big as it's it's getting, it, uh, it definitely it definitely should take like yeah some more yeah, attention.
0: I, mean, I I agree. I mean, because the problem with board games is that people, uh, you know, they associate it with stuff like the Big Bang Theory and stuff like that. Like these super only super nerds would play these kind of board games, right? Like not normal people, quote unquote. Which is you know, normal, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, normies, but yeah, but but the point is that they you know it's kind of got this stigma to it where only these super nerds would play it which is you know really not fair because i play board games with a wide variety of people that you know yeah there are there are super nerds within the, the hobby but there are some people that are really yeah not. <laughs> so you know i I definitely i definitely Ooh, have my yeah you know, also where do you fit like what percentage
1: other, so. are you a normie and, yeah. a, and a super nerd oh, like I where I do you fit
0: I, 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 Come on, man! I don't know. I, cause I, <laughs> where do I fit? I would say, I'd say probably like sixty, sixty, forty. Let's say sixty percent. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree 40, with that. I'd I agree not. with that. I mean, with I, my I, own. I mean, with
1: myself, I'm not yeah. talking about you. I don't. I don't know, man. You seem pretty cool. Yeah,
0: because I. I yeah, I love. Yeah, I have some. <laughs> don't get me wrong, you know, but. But like, I also, I I love American football and hockey and stuff like that, which, you know, when you talk to, when you talk to super nerds about sports, their eyes just glaze over. Maybe I should go 70,
1: 70, 30 then. Maybe that's a bit bit, better.
0: Yeah, exactly. For 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 me, for me, for me. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, right, fair enough. So anyway, so yeah, so if you if you if you find a board game group in your area, and there are lots of board game groups all over the place, uh, they are going to be more than happy to teach you a game. Um, you know, and it's not daunting. You know, the thing is, there are some games out there that are, you know, not for the uninitiated. You definitely need to have some background in some sort of gaming to really kind of grasp it. Because, you know, there's lots of mechanics and there's lots of moving parts, you know. So, as you get into the more confusing kind of games, there are going to be a lot more more intricacies to the game. So, um, definitely what I would recommend. So, if you're going to, it depends what you want to play, right? So, if you want to play the more, Euro, like, economic, Euro-style, passive-aggressive, I'm not going to directly attack you, but I'm going to hinder your your engine somehow there are lots of great games to get int- introduced into that so I mentioned Catan earlier Catan's a really great game uh, another great game that I love personally is called Carcassonne yeah. named after the French city um, and that the idea of that game is you can't you build a map uh, together with the table so it's one big map in the bay and you what you, on your turn you draw a tile from a box or a bag or whatever you draw a tile and it has different geographical features on it it's got the, either got a city a road or a field and you have to try and match it onto the map somewhere and then you can put your little dudes on the board so one of the classic looking pieces in board games nowadays are what's called the meeple m-e-e-p-l-e and they look like a, a like a person with their arm stretched out and a little bobbed head and they're all made out of wood you put your meeple down on a specific geographical feature maybe on the city or on the road and eventually they'll generate your points and so that game's quite good um, it's not very economic but it's more about you know trying to generate points as best you yeah that's one of the games, games I want to play it's w-
1: pretty points.
0: fun yeah Carcassonne's really really fun uh, there's an app for it on iOS and I believe Android as well so you can download it it costs probably about I don't know depending where you are in the world but probably five to five to ten dollars American give or take something like that you can probably find a sale when they have those sales per for uh, app uh, iOS apps, you could probably find a, a good sale and get it for 5 bucks. So that's definitely something to look into. Carcassonne is really fun. On the other side, if you want to try getting into, you know, the Euro, the, sorry, the uh, America Trash Games, um, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to jump into the eight eight hour games, you know, like there's definitely some options out there. So um, this one's kind of in the middle. There's one game I quite like that's kind of newer called Kemet. So uh, K E M E T, and it's a game where you're an Egyptian god, not unnamed. You don't really have a name, but you're an Egyptian god, and you control armies on a board. And uh, the idea of the game is you are trying to get to ten points before anybody else, kind of like Catan, but instead of like trying to. Just build your little engine and do your own little thing. The way to get points is to go out and have a, aggressive battles with somebody. And if you win a battle that you initiated, then you get a point. So it inc- actively encourages you to nice. go attack other people. It's a, really fu- it's a really fun game. And the cool thing about it is because there's this mechanic in the game. Like, it's dudes on a map, so there's a map. So there's definitely, like, spatial elements to it. Like, your armies can only move so, so far. They can, they can only march in, in like, so many spaces. Um, but there's one cool element to the game where you can, for a little bit of, like, the there's a currency in the game called prayer points. Like, because your your people pray to you, and so they have more, they can do more stuff. Um, I guess that's the, the mechanic, the, the thematic element of the game, is you can pay a little bit of prayer points, and you can teleport your army to all these different teleportation points throughout the board. So really, n- everywhere is accessible. So it's not like I can only attack you because you're my neighbor. I can attack Steve on the other side of the board because I can teleport next to his city. So it's a really cool kind of game that um, rewards you for being aggressive, and the combat's cool because instead of rolling dice, so there is no, there is actually no random element to the game at all, except for oh sorry there is a couple sorry not at all but there are a couple small random elements but there's no dice rolling so instead you play these cards everyone has the same cards and they add combat value to your combat and so potentially that could you could have a weaker army but if you play a better card then you could win the combat
1: fair enough fair enough
0: so um those are kind of couple intro games i would definitely suggest looking into um those are quite fun um but what else can you play you're saying because you know yeah maybe you you want to yeah
1: maybe you just want to Try it out without socializing for a bit. See if you like it. Or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, you, it's like late so, night at home and uh, you want to play board games with some mates on the same computer, but you don't have a board game to play. So what what, what should yeah. I do, Matt? So Teach me.
0: What should I do what in that situation? What, sh- what, what should you do in that situation, Andrew? Well, there are a few options. So option number one, uh, there is a new website on, well, not new. It's been around for a little while, I suppose, but it's called boardgamearena.com. Um, and it's 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 exactly as it sounds. It's an arena uh, for, for board um, games. It's it's free to play. Um, and it's got a whole list of board games, a very very con- uh, comprehensive list of, of very very great games on there. So I'm just gonna pull it up in a moment here because it's definitely I'll go talk about some of the games that are on there that are quite like. Um, so that's one option you can try. It. There's also something called Tabletopia. Um, this is an Android, uh, sorry, a um, Steam app or app game. It's, it's, it's on steam hard to call it a game it's, <laughs> yeah it's on steam yeah so steam being the uh the online game platform yes for the uninitiated uh for the non non-gamers of that listen um yeah on steam there's something called tabletop topia and on there you can you can um you can play a variety of games that people have put out some of them are f- some of them are free some of them are definitely not free well what about um, board game so- simulator Board Game Simulator is another one as well. Um, again, same thing. I'm not too versed in that though to com- be completely fair, to be completely upfront about it. I've played with you. I played um, one game on um, one of those apps. I can't remember which one we played. We no, play I think it was a different simulator? one. Actually,
1: I actually bought Board Game Simulator after we played together on the other.
0: There's one that's like similar to Board Game
1: Simulator but it's, thinking think you download it for free or something and Board Game Simulator I think costs you like 20 or 30, I don't know, bucks. It's a bit more pricey. Yeah. But, uh, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was popular for a while. I think it still is.
0: Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So it's um that's an option as well. Um, I'm just looking at the board game arena list. So they have some really great. They have Carcassonne on there, so you could play Carcassonne. Uh, but they also have other great games that I quite like called. Um, I'm just looking through because there's so many. Oh my goodness. Uh, one's called Hanabi. So that's a Japanese game. Um, well, it's a French. It's a it's it's a a French designer making about Japan, um, And Hanabi is a really cool game because it's cooperative, so you actually don't try to compete with each other. You're trying to score points as a team. So that's a really fun one. Uh, that's a really good family game. It's a card game. Um, the, the, the idea of Hanabi is you have a deck of cards, and on the cards are... Uh, firework display, so it's a color and a number basically. So it's numbering from one to five, and there's various different colors. But the cool thing about the game is when you hold your hand of cards, you don't actually get to see your own hand. You see everyone else's, because everyone's pointing their hands away from themselves. And you're trying to like give hints to other people to, about their their cards, and you're trying to build play this fireworks display in, in order, and it's really kind of a it's a tricky game, but it's really really fun. It's good for families. That one for sure, and I would definitely highly recommend that. So, so like I was saying, board game arena uh, has lots of great games on it. I also um, and you can play in real time. So the they I can't I don't know the uh, the programming elements to it, but they do I assume some sort of Java or something like that. It's where uh, when you make your move, it gets played, and everyone can play in real time. The games can take pretty quick. They can probably take like 30 minutes and stuff like that. Um, Another website that I go to on occasion, uh, because this is usually a little bit slower than Board Game Arena is uh, Yukata.de. So Y U so C A T A.de. So it's named after the um, it's named after a board game, but it's named after the the region in, in Mexico, <laughs> um, and that's got that's got another very intensive list of games. Uh, but the cool thing about both these websites, Board Game Arena and uh, Yukata, is they have all of the rules for all the games broken down on their website. That's um, useful. So you can definitely yeah. read the rules. That's very useful because the rules are, you know, different for every game. Now, that being said, I do find that I have a, I struggle a little bit playing board games that I've never played in real life on these websites because, um, cause, I don't know, for me personally, I just like to have that physical touching. I want to see all the pieces and how they interact together in real in real life and you know having to do the math yourself yourself and stuff like that because a lot of stuff is is automated so like in board games um in quite a few board games it'll be like kind of like Um, some administrative steps that you need to take so not like player decisions just like the game basically says okay you need to put these cards in here you need to scoop these pieces away like clean up this put this out stuff like that you have to the players have to do it obviously physically there's no robot there to do it for them yet um so that kind of (laughs) yet exactly yet so uh when you play these games it's you know that's part of the process and you kind of can Get, you get a feel of the game when you have to do these kind of things. Whereas when you play online, um, all of this stuff is automated for you. So you kind of miss that step. And so sometimes that can kind of be to, that can be kind of a downside is you don't really see... You don't get the feel for some games 100% of the time. That's not true for every game. Um, but for a lot of games, that is the case. And so it definitely can um, hurt your hurt your experience just a little bit.
1: Yeah. So if you're... You know, you probably maybe listen to the car or the train. You can't quite... Get to a computer, but once you you're home, yeah, jump on one of these websites, give it a go, have some fun. I would definitely
0: yeah. Yeah, recommend. Have some fun for sure. Um, the board game arena, um, the, both these can be played on mobile. Board game arena is definitely better on PC because it's it's live. So uh, your phone is small and it's kind of hard, it's finicky. But you can play Yakata games. Those are not live. Primarily, they're not live. Most people don't play them. They play them. They put their move in for a game, and then they wait for the next turn so games can take a long time depending on the game some can be quick some can take a couple of days but some can take like if people are sitting there doing their moves but so i've played games on there that have taken months because people are slow so you have to be careful about that as well and if people are really slow then uh it could be like it could be like weeks before your next moves and you totally forgot what you're what you're doing so it's that can be a so matt what was that
1: train time? game you used to play
0: Oh yes. Well, this is a niche. Within the niche here. <laughs> so there's there's definitely some there's definitely uh, like we were saying there's some intro level games that are very fun. Uh, you can pick them up. There's not too, there's some intricacy, but not not a crazy amount. You could kind of get into it. Now that being said, there's kind of a next step. And so what I what. Andrew's alluding to it's a series of games called 18xx so they're games set in the 19th century based around train routes um, and I know this is, this is going to make you sound like I'm not 60 30, <laughs> nerdy yeah exactly it's going to sound like it's going to sound 80-20 nerdy but um, the idea is that you you uh, buy shares in publicly owned train sounds companies sounds fun so far um, sounds <laughs> so, so far so good so this is this is the the, the the less fantastical elements of board games is you have games like this uh, whoever has the most shares in a company is the president of that company and they generate they they build train routes on a board depending on the board there's a whole there's a whole series of these games so the classic example is the game 1830 uh, train uh, train barons robbers and train barons and so um, sorry trains and robber barons there we go um, and that's set on the eastern side of the United States, so everything between New York and Chicago, Toronto as well, is included in that little. And then it goes all the way down to Washington DC. So um, that kind of little area of the United States. And so the idea of that game is you build these train routes on the board, and they gen- they go to the, you try to generate revenue based on a train that you have in your company and that sort of thing. So it's it's a very it's more complicated than that I'm not really doing justice um, but the idea of those games is you try to outvalue, you try to make more money than your, your opponents so there is some so this would be like the higher end of what I a quote unquote Euro game because there's zero luck involved in that game right there is absolutely zero luck involved the only luck quote unquote luck is your seating order at the table right and that's randomly decided but then after and who who's going first but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win right if you go first it doesn't mean anything at all it's so everything is player player driven in that game so that's a really cool element to it um, and then on the other side the very very niche kind of american trash games are the large complicated war games so this there is a whole niche of that as well so i'm looking at the one i have in front of me here, um, which is called Here I Stand, and then it has a sequel called Virgin Queen, and these are two games set in the um, 16th century, based around the wars of religion in Europe, so Here I Stand is about the, it's um, Martin Luther, if you don't know your history very well, but it's Martin Luther starting the Reformation. And so the idea of the game is you play a faction within that period of history. Uh, the factions in that game are England, France, the Habsburg Empire. So that's Spain and Germany, basically. The Protestants, so Martin Luther and his ilk, and then the Papacy and the Ottomans. Right. So already here like, oh yeah, it's my pretty, gosh, you have to know it's history. Pretty, it's now pretty too. full on,
1: but uh, <laughs> but that shows you how deep like board yeah. games can go. It's not. It's pretty far from the. You put your man on a bridge and the bridge shakes. Board games I used to play. <laughs> yeah.
0: So exactly or or the rook the rook moves di- uh horizontally or vertically yeah, not yeah. diagonally you know like not not to not to bonk on chess by the way i do appreciate chess i'm just really <laughs> bad at it so uh, so i i not to bonk on it but yeah chess is definitely a more simplified version of some board games out there for sure uh so yeah so board games are definitely <laughs> you know they're very niche um but they're 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 loved by a lot of people you know people will put out huge war games that will take day a day or two days or stuff like that so um you know that's definitely the the one end of the spectrum um there's like a company that's called gmt and their their whole niche is they print war games and they have like on the back of their boxes there's huge boxes usually on the back they have like a complexity rating based on how like how many like little details are within the game so like you know for example, in here I stand. One one thing we like. There's different types of units. There's basic units, and the the Ottomans have cavalry. And what do the cavalry? How do the cavalry react in certain situations? And can you retreat in this situation? Can you can you besiege a castle, or can the can the forces go inside the castle? And who can fight who in specific situations? You have to declare war in certain ways and stuff like that. So it's really it's intense. It's full on. But you know, it's really uh, if you like it, it's a lot of fun. The only problem I have with Here I Stand in those kind of games is that you do roll dice, and dice can, can dice can uh, even if you have all the odds in your favor. If you have a couple of bad die rolls, you can just get blown up, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Uh, so I, I, so painting the picture a little bit, I definitely lean on towards games that have less luck involved or are more economically driven. So I prefer the Euro style games more than I prefer the American trash games. Um, and then nowadays I've been playing 18xx a lot um, and I play that online as well there's a couple of ways to play that online there's um I play one game right now with a, a mate of mine and a couple of Americans um three Americans mm-hmm. uh on it's it's a it's a combination of a board website so that you have a site that has the board on it and then you have uh, a Google docs log so we log all of our moves on this Google doc and then we log all of our kind of financial stuff on it on a spreadsheet <laughs> so we are literally playing a spreadsheet game you know but it's it's fun it's really fun i'm sure just, it is it's man like, I'm sure it it's is really now. out there well, I, I, yeah. but you
1: don't have to play yeah. this game shut so, up there's a uh, easier games more fun games to play i mean maybe not more fun i don't know yes <laughs> that's up to the person
0: <laughs> of course yeah it's all it's all it's all it's all objective right or sorry yeah. subjective it's all subjective but um you know i would Definitely recommend trying some games out there because there's some really fun ones that are really more basic. Like I said, uh, Catan, Carcassonne, and when you start moving into that, there's definitely you know as you get more and more into the the thing, into the hobby, people people start buying their own games, start building collections. You know, um, I I know plenty of people here that in Beijing and Canada and I met a few people in australia that had these huge vast collections that just keep getting bigger and bigger i've i've uh, scaled back my collection um i decided to sell sell off a few of my games which was a bit it was a bit heartbreaking i was gonna say how's that feel uh, you know yeah it's not it doesn't feel the best but um you know it's an important step you know some it's just there's just there's just too much and i couldn't send everything back home so um it was it was important to let some stuff go, you know, because especially there's some been some games that have just been sitting on my shelf for years and they haven't been touched, you know, and so it's important to just other people will play it and it's nice to get it's nice to let them have it and they can do what they want with it. So um, yeah, so board games are quite the quite the hobby for sure. I you know I've been playing board games. Wow, how long has it been now? So it's been over. Over ten years now, ten. Cl- well, I mean, I I started playing board games. I started playing checkers and chess and stuff like that when I was a kid. My grandfather taught me chess, and I've been kind of hooked since then. But like, I got really into Catan for a summer. Like, I remember in high school, we played Catan probably every single day, all through the summer holiday. Like that's some. Like that was just the thing. We'd go out on a patio in the sun, play a game of Catan, and then you know the next day. Oh well let's play again and then you know just play another yeah. game in Catan. It was uh I mean we love that. Yeah it sounds like it so yeah so that's uh did you have any more questions about about uh, specific games no, that you I was just thinking about these in? games that I've
1: played over the years, like um but I don't remember the name so I'll just be describing like some vague rules that I remember of like you know
0: <laughs> Okay. Let's let's try to try to let's try and make
1: a game <laughs> out of this and see how we All so the first one of the games I'm thinking of is a uh it's like a card game with all the cards are just pictures and yeah, that's it. Dixit. I'm guessing. Dixit.
0: Uh, that's a, that's, that's a fun family game for sure. Uh, and you try to guess, you try to like, you say something and you try to guess what the picture, the people try to guess what cards you're talking about. Uh, that was really fun. I
1: recommend that one for like, it's like really light, like rules, light heavy games, like rule. uh. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Let's try that
0: again, Andrew. Rules light games. Um, like, there's not yeah, many rules in these games. That's right. Heavily that's no right. rules. Yeah, there's lots of those types of games. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's plenty of quote unquote party games that I didn't mention, but there are there is quite a variety of those as well. So I'm looking at I'm looking at three that didn't get packed right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, these are games that you can play what what my, my siblings and I like to say parent-friendly games, you know, games that my parents can sit down and play and not have to be too stressed out about cuz they yeah, don't I bought like a the game,
1: games. Yeah, for my mum for her birthday actually. Uh now I also forgot the name, so it's it's a game with uh domino style pieces, but they're square and uh they have different colors and shapes on them and you have to like match the shapes in a in a row of 5. You know what game that is?
0: I can't remember the name of it. I remember we we sat down. We tried yeah, to find yeah, game exactly. together. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, doing
1: that. It had some some funky yeah. name.
0: But I can't remember. Yeah, it's got a <laughs> yeah, it's got a weird name. That I've never played it. I I've heard of it, but I've never played yeah, it. Looks it was pretty so. fun. Pretty fun game. Yeah, that uh, yeah. It's a good. It looks like a good friendly game. You know, like I'm looking at three right now. And if you're if you want to try something light, and these are pretty actually pretty cheap. These options. So these are probably. Uh, I mean depending where you are yeah. <laughs> if you're in the North American continent games are cheaper than they are Yeah in for sure Australia is pretty expensive um, you know, the, which is Australia is pretty Football expensive games, for board yeah. games but um these are still probably pretty reasonable um so the first one's called Codenames so that this is a really cool one so you can play this with um you need to play this with four or more players so it needs more people but you can have you can have like 10 people play this game and it's still fun So the idea of the game is that there's like this grid of 25 cards and they have a word on it. So it's a huge variety of words. They'll be like, but they're all nouns. So it'll be like cup and saucer and, uh, light and Canada and hockey. And it's just a whole weird variety of nouns. Right. And so the, the there's two players uh one for each team there's two teams obviously and uh, obviously but there is um and they have a card in front of them that shows them the grid uh it'll be either red or blue and so they have cards that they're trying to get their their players to to pick out from that grid but the all the clues they can give is a single word plus a number showing how many that how many words that that clue is is associated with and that's it and it's very difficult because you'd want to probably say two words mm-hmm. to give a better hint to try and associate some things together so because the idea is you don't want to just say like if for example one of your words is lion, you say uh main one like main is an m-a-n-e right and they're like oh well obviously that's lion. but if you do it one by one it's way too slow so you're trying to put some stuff together and you have to try and make associations that don't really generally exist yeah and try it so that, and so then your 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 teammates are sitting there like, okay, what is Matt trying to think? Because you also think about the player saying the word. You're like, oh, what is Matt thinking about in this situation? So that's a really fun uh, one. Yeah, there's some been. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say there's some been really popular games come out recently, like for the casual kind of market. I think they're beginning like into games yeah. more. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, that's and I was one thinking of, of um, what's the card game where y- you have to like say terrible things or something like that
0: like you have uh oh uh, yeah, cards against humanity so yeah, that's super popular fuse Yeah, so that's that's yeah it's still you know kind of a popular party game you see that in bars nowadays like bars will have it so people start <laughs> drinking <laughs> yeah. a little bit and then they they pull that out and it's like oh ho, 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 ho. i'm i'm okay with it it's just um i played a little bit probably too much of it and it just kind of got old a little bit, a little bit yeah
1: i can see funny. that and there's been a few games similar to that okay, that came out I, as well
0: yeah, yeah. That that was actually a game that was based off an older game called Apples to Apples. And Apples to Apples was very similar um but Apples to Apples the way that one worked is a little bit more PG and what what you do is you'll you'll have like an adjective played out and then people pick a card that they'll have a they'll have a handful of nouns or proper nouns or people or whatever and they'll It's the same game, but they it's a little bit so they'll say like uh, resilient Samuel L. Jackson oh, <laughs> ho, 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 ho. you know because Samuel L. Jackson yeah I, I think that's the thing you know, people sort of thing. used to know.
1: see board games and card games as a child's thing and then like Card Against Humanity became popular and that kind of I think the reason is because it was that little bit raunchy you know like uh, people didn't really see card games as that and it became yeah it's kind of like the um, the South Park effect you know what I mean
0: yes cartoons being more adult yeah. nowadays I mean well, well, at the
1: time they were for kids and they now, were du- yeah South Park made it oh yeah, yeah there's a whole range of cartoons just for adults now you know so yeah
0: the Flintstones was kind of that too though. the
1: Flintstones oh yeah I can see that Flintstones
0: uh, yeah. yeah the Flintstones Flintstones were, was pretty groundbreaking anyway that's that's we another can topic you can say that same the about The Simpsons um, as well a couple more games <laughs> yeah The Simpsons as well obviously it's um, yeah, you know, that most popular. Borderline. But anyway, um, um, what was I gonna say? there's two more games I want to talk about quickly. So one game is called Coup. Um, the idea of Coup is you kind of, it's a game where you have like roles and you have like special abilities and you have two cards in front of you uh, face down, only you can see them. And people have to, you have to, you can claim to have a certain card and if you, do you can do a certain action, but people can call you out. They can call your bluff. So there's there's lots of those kinds of games where you try to pretend something secret. That you're Hitler not, and people have to try it. Secret Hitler is another good example of that. So that one you you like there's like secret Nazis and people are trying the Nazis are trying to win in a certain way, and people can say, oh, I think Matt's a Nazi because he did this certain thing in the game. Another classic game is uh, Resistance, and then it's kind of offshoot, which is called Avalon, which is like the King well, Arthur well, like werewolf. Of is that a pop- those all are all real. Werewolf is kind of in the same vein. The problem I have with Werewolf specifically is that people die in Werewolf. So, throughout Werewolf, in Werewolf, it's a game where there's secret players that are werewolves and they, they kill the other players throughout the game. And then the other players are trying to find the werewolves and kill them. And so, there's a lot of talking and negotiation. Well, not, negotiation not quite the word, word but like trying to convince a lot of convincing controlling to say well I think I think Tom's a werewolf because blah 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 the problem I have with werewolf is that people die and when they die they don't come back into the game so they're just sitting there waiting for the next game to happen so if you get uh, killed off nice and early for no reason then you're just sitting there watching the game game, there's a game Spy Party which is I guess
1: kind of similar have you heard of that one?
0: no Um, that one I haven't heard of
1: yeah they have have like a a website for it as well that you can you can play it online but uh, it's
0: kind of are you talking about oh, Spyfall? Yes,
1: Spyfall, that's the one. Sorry, my bad. Spyfall?
0: Yes. Spyfall. Yeah. Yeah, Spyfall is a great game. Um, yeah, spy that was, that was party, the last one I mentioned. Spyfall spy
1: is, um, is actually a video game <laughs> I got mixed up with. Yeah, that uh, one's pretty oh, fun. Oh, there, you go. Play, there well, you go. Spy Party, that's a pretty fun uh, game as well. Party game.
0: Have you played Spyfall?
1: I have not, but I really want to.
0: Okay. So, uh do you know the rules of it? Do you want to talk about the games though? Okay, so Spyfall um, is the idea of that game is. There's one spy, so uh, it's everyone's randomly assigned. Th- that's so um, you are. Everyone else is in a location, right? So there'll be like it'll be like a general. There's some generic ones like hospital, casino, prison, military base. But there's some weird ones like space station, um, World War Two camp, which was always a weird one. But there's a couple you're in some sort of location, all of you are in the same location except there's also a spy that doesn't know where you are, and so the the, the mechanic of the game is you have about, you're on a timer of about 8 to 10 minutes, and Uh, you ask other people questions so like I ask Andrew I could just ask him I'd say how's the weather today Andrew and so Andrew can give me an answer and if he knows we're we're at the beach he can say oh it's quite sunny today you know and that could be his answer so oh yeah Andrew's probably if the location is actually an underground bunker and I say oh it's quite sunny (sighs) I might be a spy then it's Exactly. So that's the, the idea of the game, and then Andrew has the chance to ask somebody else a question now. And so you kind of move around, move around the table, or move around the. Uh, this is a great game because you can play it like in like a like in a living room. Like you can lounge on a sofa and play. Especially if you're playing on this website. Um, if you just Google Spyfall on the internet, there. If you Google it, there will be a there. Are the website's there. I can't remember the, the thing. It's like called Crabhat.Spyfall or something like that. But I I don't want to. A I don't want to. Yeah. Um, Recommend something specifically, but also I, I don't know the actual name of it. But anyway, online you can play online. You can do it on your phone. So everyone's just sitting there on their phone. They they have a location in front of them. They you know I play this with my family. My family loves this during the holidays and stuff like that. So a really cool one. It's a it's it is technically a tabletop game, but it's more of a party game. And so there are that there is that option as well. So you don't have to play these Catan's, these Chemits, these Twilight Imperiums, these eighteen XX games because those are Full on, you can play these kind of more party games if that's more your speed, and they're still very fun. Yeah, I haven't
1: said that. Maybe this is like the gateway drug for you to get into the wider world of board games as well—is these party games.
0: It can be, yeah, because when you start to learn about different, you know, the a how fun it is to play games together. Um, that's the other thing I really wanted to cover quickly, lastly but leastly, <laughs> not leastly sorry, is playing board games together. It's a really fun. You know, because sometimes just being able to fill that time with the, with the experience, you know, it's it's really nice to have that that option is to be able to play. Yeah, there's a thing together. where
1: like um, when you do something together, like like an like a, a an activity together, it feels. I don't know, like
0: uh, it, there's something like bonding about that, right? Like. Yeah. Exactly. No, there is. Yeah, there is something bonding about it. It's really, it's really special, you know, and. You don't have to play these hardcore board games, but there are. But when you get into the hobby, you're like, "Oh, I want to play something a little bit more challenging," and you know, I want to be able to compete with my opponents, or maybe you want to play uh, a cooperative game. You know, like I was talking about that game Hanabi, because you want to play, you want to kind of build something together with your friends or family. You know, and that's a really great option. This is why I prefer, obviously, playing board games live rather than playing on the websites I was mentioning. The websites I was mentioning is. You know, for me personally, it's it's when I have that itch I want to play a board game, but I just ha- don't have the wherewithal to set up a game with human beings in real life. So I just jump on there and I play like a thirty minute game. And it's kind of so I'll, it's just with strangers, right? Unfortunately, you can't play with real people. You can you can make groups, but or they're all real people. Sorry, but your friends or family. um But generally, it's with strangers, and the feeling is different. It's more about just trying to. Um, you know try to play trying you're you get your mind doing acting the same way like trying to figure out the this quote-unquote puzzle of that game and trying to win that way so it's not as fun but it's an option as well
1: yep yep ah man that's it yep, uh, yep. i don't know man i feel like uh every time i hear someone talk about board games i really want to play them
0: <laughs> yeah so definitely head head up be uh, BGG, so board game geek, and you know there are people that play. I think another tip, and you just say, hey. yeah. Another
1: tip is to check out your local game store, like find out where they sell board games and go there.
0: Yeah, so generally in the more, yeah, uh, in cities, larger cities, there are board games, uh, board game stores, and there's board game cafes. So if you go in, they probably have events. They they because board game uh, shop owners, they're I'm not gonna. Uh, they, they're not making a ton of money you know they're doing probably some of them are doing okay but they're not you're not you're not you know they're just small business owners so what they want to do is they want to they want to grow the in the hobby obviously they make more sales if they have more people to sell to but they they legitimately have a passion for it most of them not all of them but most of them um, have a really legitimate passion for it and so they want people to play because they love the, the hobby and they want to grow it so um, don't if you ever go into a board game store and they're being overly friendly it's just that's just because they really want to they it's not because they're trying to make a sale most of the time they really just want you to um get into the hobby because they feel like it's a they it's a, their passion they want yeah that was exactly
1: my experience and it's kind of why i mean it's a little bit off topic but it's kind of why i got into magic and D and i was like really close to getting into um those like warhammer and things like that because of how friendly these shop owners can be
0: they really can. And they're, they're, they're very charismatic. Um, some of them are trying to make the sale, um, you know, but most of the time they are just legitimately very friendly people that are really passionate about the hobby and they want to grow it as much as they can. So, um, yeah, you can definitely um, check out your local game store. They'll probably have some sort of events for beginners and stuff like that or meetups and all sorts of variety of options to be able to try and meet new people to play board games with or to get your family into it or your friends into it.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so that's pretty much all I want to talk about today. I we could, I could go on probably for another hour about specific games, but um maybe maybe, maybe really, next time you know, we can start talking specific games. We could talk about specific games. Uh, Magic would be another game that's very specific that I have also gotten into, which is a bit of a th- that one's a bit of a more dangerous slope because it's a more addictive. Yeah, option. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but anyway but we can talk about that some other time I, but not. let us know but, what, uh, what you,
1: we should talk that, about in in the comment wherever you can comment yeah, email us yeah let's we'll say email Matt
0: yeah it is it is common knowledge pod P O D at gmail.com um, so you can hit us up on that uh, if you have suggestions about things you want to talk about maybe you have specific questions about board games uh, if you want to ask if you have any recommend if you want a recommendation I'm very happy to, I'm not even trying to make a sale that's how it is i I make zero money on any board game sales and I'm happy to recommend anything to you so but if you're a board um, game you
1: company then you want to sponsor us huh? <laughs> uh, yeah hit me up I uh, very, very passionate I'm about board games here for sure
0: we really love passion. I well, well there's this one, one yeah decided fifty percent passion. I'm sure given time you would well, be as if, well. If, Andrew, if
1: you so. uh sponsored us, then it definitely would be. I'd uh you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: I'm, I'm joking, I'm My joking, goodness. of course. Alright. That's uh, half joking. <laughs> 60 40 60, yeah, right?
0: 40, right. <laughs> right. <sighs> All right uh but until next time guys uh yeah just let send us an email and we'll uh you know we're about to cue the outro music here but until next time cue
1: that outro music is it cute
0: it's cute it's running all right go all right and i'm I'm andrew
1: see you until next time